Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. This episode is fueled by Fioki, high-quality ammunition manufactured right in the heart of America with locations in Ozark, Missouri and Little Rock, Arkansas. I choose Fioki because it's loaded in the USA and has extremely light recoil while still crushing targets. But you may be thinking to yourself, Joe, why should I believe you? You're just a mediocre weekend shooter. And you know what? Point taken. Even though I am the Event 12 Graffin Sons Class D doubles champion, let me find someone with a lot more credibility. Hey everyone, this is Shelby Skaggs, ATA All-American, Oklahoma Trap Shooting Hall of Fame member. In our sport, being consistent is the key to success. Fioki's line of shotgun ammunition is second to none in this regard. Proven by my 772 straight in the singles competition during the 2022 Grand American, experience the Fioki difference. If you're like me, customer service is at the top of the list when it comes to buying anything. Combine that with the lowest prices and highest trade-in values, Michael Gooch with Indiana Gun Club is without question the number one choice for your next gun. With one of the largest new and used inventory selections in the country, Indiana Gun Club will have the right gun for you. If you're looking to buy your first competition gun, upgrade out of your current gun, or just simply wanting to add to your collection, Michael Gooch provides a five-star experience every step of the way. Give Michael a call at 317-502-2675 or send an email to gotgunguy43 at yahoo.com. I've personally purchased two guns from Michael, and I guarantee you're going to be treated right. Other sponsors of the podcast include AJ Supplies, Diamond 8 Leather, Herod Insurance, Shamrock Sporting Arms, and Ezox CLP and Gun Care Solution. Welcome to episode 58 of the Trap Shooters United podcast. My guest today is the 2022 Trap and Field Rookie of the Year, back-to-back Florida State Sub-Junior Team Captain, and ATA Sub-Junior All-American, Cody Meredith. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, how old you are, where you go to school, if you have any hobbies besides shooting, that sort of stuff? My name is Cody Meredith. I am 15, and some of my favorite hobbies are hunting and fishing and trap pretty much. Yep. So you're in, you live in Florida. Whereabouts in Florida do you live? I live in a small town called Astatula, about 40 minutes from Orlando. Okay. Is that about the middle of the state, right? Yes, sir. Gotcha. What do you hunt down in, in Florida? Uh, I don't do a lot of hunting. I do a little bit here and there, but I enjoy it. But I normally, I've gotten on some deer hunts. Okay. So when when you say hunting in Florida, I'm thinking like you're chasing down alligators or um, like pythons or something. No, but that would be fun. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going off what I see on on all these Discovery Channel shows. Yes, sir. There's a lot of that down here. <laughs> um, can you kind of go into how you got started shooting? Um, you haven't been shooting very much you know or or very long i guess 2022 is your first year 
So what got you into it? So I was looking for a sport that could travel well with us. And I enjoy hunting, fishing, and I've shot guns pretty much all my life. And so my mom decided to look up shooting sports near me. And it came up that there was a range about five minutes down the road that had a team that I started on. And I started with my dad's old Flight King pump shotgun. And it got me into it. And we slowly went up from there. So you you mentioned the club. What's that club's name that's close to you? I shoot at Eustace Gun Club. Gotcha. Now, how far away from the dollar are you? I want to say about an hour. Okay. So when you when you travel up there for for you know a, a long shoot, a week long shoot or whatever, are you staying there or are you going back and forth? We are staying there. We have a thirty two foot travel trailer. Okay, gotcha. Uh, can you give a little bit of a recap of the twenty twenty three target year? Um, kind of where you where you started, and then uh, obviously finished up with the grand. I started at the in. I started in New York at the Northeastern Grand, I want to say, and then I went back to the Dixie after that, and we practiced a lot in Florida and just got tried to hone in on some of my skills, and then after the Florida. And Southern Grand, we went to Georgia, and then we slowly went out west to shoot some of those shoots because they were bigger. Yep. Um, out west, uh, looks like you shot in New Mexico, Vernal. Um, was the Utah State in Vernal or? Um, yes, sir. It was in Vernal. It was in Vernal. So you were there for both the. Um, the Utah State and the uh, the Satellite Grand that's out there, right? Yeah, uh, the Western Grand. Was that in Vernal? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, how was it shooting out there in comparison to, you know, the East Coast? It was different because it was Utah was kind of in a bowl. So the wind would kind of circle around differently, and you would start up high and then work your way down, and it was interesting to shoot because sometimes it was harder sometimes it was easy you really never knew yeah so would it in your opinion is it harder to shoot out there than than in the east coast or is it relatively the same you just have different kind of you know scenarios to deal with i would say that it's a little harder in my opinion i was able to do decent in new mexico but utah struggled a good bit in what about um New York, the weather can get a little dicey up there. New York was fun, but it was very wet. Yeah. I, a lot of people will, will message me and uh, tell me they're, they're in the swamp for the week. So, Yes, sir. So I want to I circle back and touch on um, Florida, obviously. Um, you were there for the duration of the Florida State shoot and the um, Southern Grand kind of go into that two-week span because you started there, I believe, on the 21-and-a-half-yard line? Yes, sir. It was it was interesting. <laughs> and then you finished on the 26-and-a-half. So what do you recall about those two weeks um, at the Silver Dollar? I did a lot of training beforehand, and 
I would do about a box on each station. And so I would do probably 15 on the station or the yardage I'm on and then do five back and then five back. So in training, I was keep kept moving back to where it wasn't too difficult to just get a yard and move back and get a yard and move back. And I think that really helped when it came down to it because every day when I was most of the time I was getting a yard every day. And so it was helping whenever I was just moving back and it was making my skills a little bit more proficient, I guess. Yeah. So when you're, when you're practicing, um, how much are you shooting during, during the week on a, on an average basis? Right now I'm shooting more, but I think probably around 250 rounds a week at least. Okay. So it's not, it's nothing crazy. No, sir. And when you go out there, how, how are you breaking it down between, you know, singles and handicap? And if you're able to shoot practice on doubles as well, kind of what do you, how do you decide to kind of break that up? It's more of what I feel like I need more practice in. So if one day I'm like, I'm struggling in handicap, I'll shoot more handicap. And then the next day I'll be like, I want to shoot some singles. Now, is there any particular posts that you have more issues with than others? Not that I have found. Right now, it's kind of just, if I miss one, it's on a weird station, and I'm just trying to figure it out. Yep. Um, Moving back so fast, obviously, is there a particular yardage that gave you any issues, or... I guess I guess there wouldn't be if you move back in two weeks. Um, I guess what would be the biggest difference that you've noticed from up close 21, 22 yards versus now 26, you're on the 27 yards now? What's the biggest difference in your opinion? I think just how the birds fly and where your break point needs to be. So like trying to figure out where to pull the trigger and where your beads need to line up to to shoot and break it is the hardest part. What's your what's your uh, best score so far on the twenty seven? Ninety five. It's pretty good. Was that was that at the grand? Yes, sir. Yep. In comparison to singles, are you making any changes when you shoot handicap? I change the ammo and the choke to a little bit tighter and a little bit faster load, and I use eights on the sixteen, and I end up using seven and a half on the twenty seven. And where are you? Where are you holding? Are you? Are you? Do you hold on the house a little bit higher, a little bit lower? Right now, trying to get used to it, I pretty much hold the same aim point for singles as I do handicap. So right on the house. Yep. And then on like post one and five, are you holding inside the house, on the house, or a little bit off the house to kind of get a jump on the hard angle? I want to say I hold about a foot off the side of the house. Okay. So you kind of lead that hard, the hard angle? Yes, sir. What about doubles? Doubles, I've just this year, I've learned that I really like spot shooting them. And getting on that first target super fast helps me out to get that second target. And I want to say I figured that out when I was in Vernal. And it just started helping me out tremendously to where I was going from low 90s to 96 and so i've just gotten to where i shoot that first target super fast yeah do you feel like you have any issues 
spot shooting it, um, like jerking at the target? A little bit, but most of the time I just hold where that bird, I know it's going to come out and just wait for it and say pull and then bang and then go for the second one. It's probably more of a, a mental thing. Like you got to just kind of, you know, tell yourself to not, you know, poke at it. Just kind of wait for it to kind of get there. Yes, sir. Um, let's go through your gun progressions. What did you start shooting with? And then when I talked to you at the Grand, I know you were kind of in between um, guns. So kind of go into what you started with and what you're shooting now. Um, so I started out with a 1968 Flight King pump, I would like to say, is what it was. And then for Christmas, I think a couple months after they got me my first over-under, which was an ATI. And I had a little bit of gun problems whenever I was at the Southern Grand and another shoot that was before that, like a smaller shoot in Florida. So we ended up getting with Aaron with Elite Shotguns to then get my Browning that I would use to then move to the 27-yard line. What, uh, what Browning was it? It was a Browning Satori CXT. Okay. And now a couple months after the season ended, I just switched to a Kohler Max Trap Low Profile. Okay. Where, what were you shooting at the Grand? I was shooting a Browning, my Browning for doubles, and then a uh, Prozzi. I'm not sure what model, but it was a Prozzi that someone was able to give me to use for the Grand. Yep. That's, that's what it was. I knew, I knew it was something, but I couldn't remember what brand it was. So after the grand, you na- you're now shooting a Kohler combo. Yes, sir. So how how did you decide on the Kohler, and how is it going for you so far? Being a new gun, trying to get used to it, and all that stuff. It's definitely a different change from the Browning, but I'm liking the adjustability so far, and trying to figure out how I can get it fully set up for me. Right now is what I'm working with, and we patterned it and everything. So I'm just trying to figure out how I can make it work for me right now. But really, the reason I wanted the Kohler was just it seemed like one of the higher end guns, and I've picked them up at competitions. It just it felt good. Yeah, and I like the brand and everything like that. There's nothing wrong with the Prozzi. I love shooting the Prozzi that I was using at the Grand, and same with Kregoff. It seems. They all seem like good brands. I just went with Kohler. Yeah, just it. I mean, it feels good. I mean, you know, you know when you pick up a gun whether it feels good or not. Yes, sir. So when you so when you're setting this gun up, where where are you? What kind of point of impacts are you running? The funny thing is today is when we changed it a little bit today. So I've been practicing yep. with it a hundred percent high. But today, I think we want to. I want to say we lowered it probably to about a seventy thirty, maybe close to an eighty twenty. Okay. But we lowered it a good bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, where were your Browning was probably shooting seventy thirty ish. I think it was a little lower than that. I think it was like a sixty forty. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, you know the lock time differences between the Browning and the Kohler. Um, the swing has probably got to be a little bit different, you know, just, just overall. Just a little bit. And I've noticed that it's lighter. Yeah. Are, are you, is it an unsingle or a top single? It's a unsingle. Gotcha. 
that's that's a little bit different than what you were shooting too, right? A little bit. It's a, got a higher rib for the single barrel. Yeah. And just getting used to having the adjustable rib and everything is different. Yep. So the um, the next shoot you have on tap, I guess the first shoot you have on tap for uh, 2024 is going to be the Dixie Grand. Yes, sir. So what do you did you go there last year? Yes, sir. We went there. I was originally going just to get doubles practice, and I wasn't able to shoot the whole thing. But I ended up shooting most of the events that I could until we got to go home. So yeah, th- wasn't the hurricane or something then? Yes, sir. There was a hurricane coming in. The last day of handicap was definitely interesting. Yeah. Talk about um, Silver Dollar. And I mean, it's, it's not an easy place to shoot. How often do you get to go up there and, and practice? Last year, I didn't do it as much. I went to some of the smaller shoots like the Hall of Fame shoot. And I want to say mm-hmm. the fall championship. But I really enjoy shooting there. It's a lot of fun. There's good people and everything. Everyone says it's super hard because of the wind, but I've broken some of my best scores there. And I don't know if it's just it being my one of my home ranges or something like that, but it's one of my favorites to shoot at. Yeah. Uh, what chokes are you are you typically using on singles versus handicap? singles right now i'm switching in between the mods like light mod to improve mod i'm trying to figure it out a little bit with my new gun mm-hmm. but i'm pretty set on using a full choke for handicap yeah i would i would agree with that maybe maybe a light full um yes sir where so you you went to quite a bit of places to shoot this year where is your all-time favorite place to shoot I want to say it was probably the um, Silver Dollar because Iowa was a lot of fun and the Grand was a lot of fun, but I think I think Silver Dollar is my favorite. Yeah. Now, was this your first time at the Grand this year? Yes, sir, it was. And you shot the entire two weeks? Yes, sir. How was, how was the Grand o- overall, in your opinion? It was a lot of fun. I broke some new records and doubles and hung out with some good friends and tried my best, but... It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, what would you say is your favorite memory from this target year? Probably getting to the 27 and breaking my first 100 straight. Yeah. Uh, first 100 straight in singles? Yes, sir. Was it, Where was that at? That was at Silver Dollar. Okay. Hey, a lot of firsts at Silver Dollar. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, talking to your parents when I when I saw you at the Grand... They mentioned they they um, their job allows them to kind of travel and work you remote. Um, what do they What do they do for work? My dad works for Truist Banking, and my mom works for a online company that does background checks. Okay, gotcha. I was just I was just curious because I know I saw I'm looking through your shoot ATA and I'm like, this dude was on the road from pretty much February all the way through August. What's it what's it like just living out of a out of a you know the camper for that long of a period of time? It's a little small with the three of us and a dog, but it's it gets the job done and it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. We find a lot of cool ranges along the way that we can practice at and I enjoy it. What's the least favorite thing about doing the camper life? Probably the amount of room you have. Yeah. Just feeling on top of everybody. Yeah, a little bit. What kind of dog do you have? I have a Catahoula. 
It's a dog bred in Louisiana for hunting hogs. So out of all the places that you stayed, which one has the best the best um, camping facilities? Silver Dollar has some good ones, but they're a little tight. I'm trying to think. That's a tough question. It just, it just popped in my head. <laughs> I don't. I know it wasn't Iowa because Iowa was a little tight and we didn't have a spot. New Mexico was really nice because there were deer walking through the campground every night. Really? I haven't, I can't recall pictures of New Mexico. What's the background? Is it, is it like mountain, like um, mountains in the background in New Mexico or is it like fields? It, it's kind of more of a field with sagebrush. So like more of a, adobe clay and sagebrush to the mountains in the background yep. far off and the funny the cool thing about that is the houses are like an orange mm-hmm. clay color yeah what about 2024 um do you guys have any shoots circled on the calendar yet um do you plan on hitting kind of the same ones are you adding any additional ones i we are adding some additional ones but i think we're I don't think we're doing as much out west. We're doing more um, Midwest, so like middle of the middle of America, pretty much. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular that you know for sure you want to hit that you didn't that you've never been to before? I'm not right. I'm not sure right offhand. You're not in charge of driving the bus. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> you you just wake up and shoot where wherever it takes you. Yes, sir. I do. Um, any goals? For this 2024 target year i really think it'd be fun to break at least 100 straight and doubles and a 200 straight and singles that, that, that'd be that's that's one of my goals too um I'm, I'm sure you'll probably beat me to both of them but i'll, I'll give a valiant effort <laughs> uh you mentioned ammo a little bit earlier what ammo have you been shooting i really enjoy shooting double a's but sometimes the, the ones I like to shoot are a little bit harder to find. So we've been t- reloading a lot more now. So I reload most of my singles loads and doubles loads. What, what, uh, which ones do you like to shoot? Um, like, I sh- you, you mentioned it's, it's harder, harder to find. Doubles loads are harder to find, but sometimes it's just like the only place you can find double A's in Florida is like Walmart and you can only buy like three boxes. <laughs> So it's it's a little bit harder. So we reload doubles and singles. I sh- the harder ones to find are the doubles, which I shoot nine eleven forty fives on my first shot, mm-hmm. one and one eighth ounce, and those are a bit hard to find. Do you have a reloader in the camper? Yes, we do. <laughs> we take we have a Mech nine thousand that we keep with us. I, I don't know. Is that one? Is that one of the automatic ones? Um, it's one of the progressive ones. It's still it's not the electric one, but it's. It gets the job done. Yeah. Have you ever forgot to refill it back with powder or shot? Yes, we have recently. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, doesn't it? it? It does. It's especially when you don't think about it and then you keep making them and you're like, what's happening? Yeah. That's it, it, a little confusing. You have, to, you have to open up the shells and see where you kind of left off. And Well, luckily we haven't done it with powder. We've only done it with shot. So they don't crimp. Oh, okay. So you could just shake them a little bit. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, any superstitions when shooting? I don't know if I would call them superstitions, but I have about 
seven pairs of socks, fun socks that I like wearing when I shoot. Yeah. Which do you have any, do you have a favorite pair of socks? Probably my fishing lure socks. They're orange and blue with fishing lures all over them. Okay. There you go. Have you ran a hundred straight in them? I've, I've ran a hundred straight in my taco socks. <laughs> <laughs> was it on Tuesday? I don't think it was. I think it was on a Saturday or maybe a Friday. Yeah. It's harder to get those shoots on Tuesdays. Just, they usually start on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Uh, last thing here for you, go ahead and give um, any shout-outs you want um, to anyone that's kind of helped you along the way or that you want to. I would like to thank Don Curse, which is my coach in Florida. He coaches Stetson University for Florida, and he's been a big help to my doubles and everything. He was who was helping me set up my gun today. The RSOs for my range, Eustace Gun Club. Aaron from Elite for helping me get my guns. And every small gun range welcoming welcoming me along the way. Lincoln Gun Club, Walcott, and Narraganza. Thank you, Cody, for joining us today. And uh, best of luck in the 2024 target year. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Before we close it out for the week, I want to thank my sponsors for supporting me here. Fioki Ammunition. Do yourself a favor and try some shooting dynamics or white rhinos. Some of the best shooters in the game today shoot Fioki. Everybody's favorite gun dealer, Michael Gooch with the Indiana Gun Club. Stop in and check out his inventory at a shoot. Michael travels all over the Midwest and East Coast while providing top-notch service. AJ Supplies, they've been with us since day one. Be sure to reach out to AJ Supplies for all your reloading needs by calling 419-583-7133. Diamond 8 Leather. Randall creates quality leather gear for shooting enthusiasts. Visit d8leather.com for samples of his craftsmanship. Chet Herod with Herod Insurance. They've been servicing Ohio for three generations. Chet can be reached at 419-303-2218 or visit herodinsurance.com. Shamrock Sporting Arms. Jonathan travels all over the Northeast providing shooters with Pila glasses, Craigoff accessories, and ammunition. Visit shamrocksportingarms.com for more info. Ezoc CLP and Gun Care Solution, providing the best cleaning, dry lubrication, long-lasting corrosion protection, and leaves your shotgun looking brand new. Visit ezox.com for more info. Last but certainly not least, visit trapshootersunited.com. Orders here help support the show. I have Pila and Ranger shooting glasses, Trap Shooters United shirts, hats, visors. Go ahead and get your swag on for the next shoot. I also have a shooting journal that can be purchased on Amazon. This is a low-cost but extremely beneficial tool that's great for all competitive shooters, regardless of discipline. Keep notes from each shoot ranging from a practice session to the world championships. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line. <laughs>